0: Bound behind. you're Like a cork in the ocean, over his head, the terror sets sail for home. But the O'Neil, Leo Barry, Who would have thought the sequel would be just as good as the original? Have we ever spent two hours at the MCG like this before? Is that the grand
1: final? Sydney Apremiers. the best team of the modern era. Masterpiece produces its masterpiece. The Spaniard holds its breath. It's a goal. Shaved from the boundary, needs to be imperfect. He is. He's got the most impossible goal.
2: We're back, episode nine of We Talk Footy. It's Joel joined again. By the man himself, Jay. Jay, how are you? I'm well. How about you, Joe? How's things? Yeah, I'm remarkably spry for a nine thirty at night on a Friday. So I'm good to go. Yep. Are you good to go? Shall we get rolling on our, our game? Not waste too Yep, much time.
3: no. I'm gonna run with your lead in energy, so let's go.
2: Alright, cool. So with the twenty twelve grand final, it's Hawthorne and Sydney. If you're watching along you're listening to the intro again for some reason. Um, if you're watching along, it's uh, the AFL Live Pass version, I think, is pretty much what you want. And we're going to go on three, two, one.
3: Nice shot of the crowd
2: there, did we have Jetta there in that first shot. We go a
3: from by on the- I don't know, I'm really hoping I'm seeing what you're seeing. Are you playing from the crowd shot here or what?
2: The crowd shot? I'm already started. See,
3: so I haven't gone into the game. You didn't start from the very start, did you? What yeah, did. time first are you first
2: at? First quarter. 30 seconds in. Uh, give me. Ugh.
3: Your folder that you've given me. Mm. Hmm. Ah, oh, VLC's tricked me. Let's start that again.
2: <laughs> Do I need to requeue, or can you follow?
3: I'll probably be able to follow. Give me a second.
2: I can give you the timestamp of VLC, or I can give you the timestamp of the game.
3: I'll grab timestamp of the game. Just bear with me for two seconds.
2: Right. It's a hot start. All four going into their forward line. Buddy! He's got it! Two grabs.
3: There's a thing about Buddy, um, the Hawks, saying they didn't think he'd make it past 2020 or something like that, but yeah. they're sort of going on that his best ever football was with the Hawks. He, he was never the same when he went to Sydney.
2: Oh, I think yes and no. I think Hawthorne probably have got the most in terms of years, quality years out of him, definitely. And Obviously, he kicked that 100 in 08. A big kick. It's a big kick, and he has missed. But um, at the peak of his powers, he's done some good things for Sydney. Did he kick like 13 goals? Was that for? Was that when he was playing for the Hawks? I can't remember. I thought that was with the Hawks. so... Yeah, he's probably right. Yeah, he probably was his best with with Hawthorn.
3: Yeah, I, I don't think he. Yeah, I, I just don't think he was the same when he went over. I think part of it might have been the team, his age.
2: Yeah. Well, I think, so. you know, it's it's kind of similar to Chris Judd in a way. You know, it's that split career over two clubs. And um, I reckon Judd's best was definitely at, at the West Coast, Eagles. Uh, and with Carlton, sort of became a different kind of player.
3: Yeah, but we also had him before. You before, know, I yeah, mean. Before
2: he's osteitis pubis as well. So. How are you going with the game vision, Jack? Uh,
3: I will be up there in a minute. VLC's just crashed in on me, so. Oh, you're missing a great game. I sure, I am. Let me just close <laughs> a bunch of stuff down.
2: I will note, going into this game, I think Hawthorne were pretty universally the big favourites. Um, oh yeah, The Swans, I think, knocked off Adelaide in the qualifying final. Adelaide kind of had an out-of-the-box season to finish second. And Sydney went over to uh, Adelaide and, and beat them to get the home prelim. but I remember coming into this game thinking oh yeah Hawthorne, I'm gonna walk away with this one I think
3: yeah I th- I rewatched the um, the prelim with the, the crows I just rewatched like the last sort of five mm. minutes and yeah. I genuinely didn't think the crows were gonna fall behind I, I thought they would have pushed through like you could see but they just they just caved in like they have done for the last eight years. They just really have never competed.
2: This was the Crows against yeah. Hawthorne in the prelim? Ooh, yeah,
3: they just... They just gave in the whole time.
2: Um, alright. What? Alright, you want to go 4.32, 3.33 into VLC. There's 16.36 left in the first quarter. I just went to 4.35, so... I'm at 42, 43, 44, 46, 47. Yeah, we're about the same. Cool.
3: I might, I might be like a second in front. But that's okay.
2: Oh no, you're gonna spoil it for me. The
3: only thing is, I've got to be able to get it to Q, and I might not be able to do that.
1: The 50.
2: Yeah, I actually went to my cousin's house to watch this and he's a Hawthorne supporter I I mentioned him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago he um, coincidentally became a Hawthorne supporter after their 80s dominance he's also a West Indies supporter so that tells you everything doesn't it? Yeah, you like
3: to throw him under the bus a bit, don't you? But is that just, I'm guessing, it's <laughs> still being well, a bit bitter about 2015, or? Oh,
2: well, good cause, Jay. He hates the Eagles. All right. He's actually from Sydney as well.
3: Well, at least he's from Sydney, so...
2: <laughs> but he spent most of his life here in, in Perth. Moved over when he was about 10, 11.
3: Mm, give some, some claim. I mean, do you, do you reckon this... Petit, obviously, this is jumping ahead, but everyone already knows the result. And if you don't, then you probably don't care about footy. Um, <laughs> but this loss for Hawthorne, hmm. it kind of feels like it set them up to go the three-peat, doesn't it?
2: Well, I guess you say that in hindsight, because that's what happened. I think it definitely set them up for 2013, and from there, they're just a really, really good side who's, you know, probably the best Victorian side, and then when you're the best Victorian side, come grand final day, that's a big advantage, because you're playing the grand final at your home ground. Yeah. and they got interstate sides in every year of their three-peat, so... Play those games away, it's probably a different story, right? Yeah. But they were a very good side. They built this side perfectly with the um, free agent system and... They'd already got the the core from, you know, the mid-2000s, early 2000s drafts with... Buddy, Roughhead, Hodge, Mitchell, Lewis, and they topped topped off the needs perfectly. You know, getting players like Burgoyne, and they'll get Brian Lake after this 2012 season. So they definitely trade in players that they need, or pick them up through free agency. Whatever they do, whatever they do, it works for them.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, talking about Jeddah, because obviously, you know, he's now a dual premiership player. Um, One is, you know, being, what was he, half forward here and being a half back. So, but wasn't he, he almost took the record for the most points kicked before getting a goal, or did he?
2: And he's... that's no, a uh, future West Coast Eagles star, Xavier Ellis, with the first goal. Yep. Let's note that. Um, Jeddah. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right about the He kept missing and missing and missing, didn't he, until he got his yeah, first goal?
3: Yeah, it's like a 11 or something. Might have, It was something, something silly, you know, like a number yeah. that you just kind of look at and you go, there's no way, but it's like it took him that many opportunities, and then when he got it, he just kind of kicked... I think he kicked the point after, and then he just kicked. Then his accuracy just sort of come into it. You know, he got the confidence.
2: Mm. Yeah, I've forgotten all about that. But I think you're right. <laughs> that's a shit bounce out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a horrible bounce out. Oh, man. So this grand final starts a run of 2012, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2018, that's five years, five out of seven, where a Josh Kennedy is playing in a grand final. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Alright, I've worked out what's going on with VLC player, and it's trying to play the last game I queued, and it's not recognising that I've got rid of it. My
2: god. So, are you seeing a... Vision at the moment, or are you still stuffing around?
3: No, 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 yeah, got Vision, got Vision. I was just trying to queue it at the same time, on another playlist, and then carried over, but... okay.
2: Ooh! ah! Oh, oh, Now, interesting that Nick Malteski the last grand final the Swans had played in, he'd kicked the last goal. That was two. That was 2006. And he's kicked the first goal for them in this one. So, consecutive grand final goals.
3: What do you think was different between this side and going into 2014 for the Swans? Um, we're, we're not going to touch on
2: that game because we're already doing this one, so... Honestly, I think they're a better side when they embrace that underdog mentality. Like 2014, they were the big favourites. Yeah. Yeah, They'd finished top of the ladder. They'd already beaten the Hawks. Yeah, they had Buddy. And Buddy had a fairly decent grand final as well, but the whole side just muffed it. It's quite funny because
3: Hawthorne supporters, I've read on other pages that they joke that by Buddy leaving the Hawks Mm. and then going there that they actually helped them win that game in 2014. And the Swan supporters joke that Buddy being in this game helped them win the 2012 I mean, he had one, didn't he, or two? I
2: remember. Yeah, but he had one or two now. But uh, two. So he, oh eight and 2013. Yep. And then he leaves. He goes to Sydney. Two grand finals. Two losses. Yeah,
3: because you would have thought, buddy, dropping from the Hawks, it would have been a, a bigger hit to him than it was. But they. Yeah. Kind of filled his
2: spot with Rufford. Yeah, and they also, they prepared for it in 2013 because of the free agency and all oh, the speculation. They kind of knew he was going to be going. Yeah. So they prepared for it, and I remember they sort of played him more up around half forward rather than as the focal point. So they definitely got ready for it. Plus Rufford
3: just yeah elevated himself. Touchdown on Rough Head. If I'm not mistaken, he went through a pretty serious cancer battle in mm. 2016,
2: was it? Yeah, skin cancer. But it was quite... Quite...
3: Yeah, he was going through experimental treatment. It was quite serious for him. So... Oh, Cyril. <sighs> this guy. Ooh. Oh, you see, oh. That, that kick there, I would have put money on Buddy to make that. Mm. Like, he's one of those few kicks, like, it's like with our Josh Kennedy, you, you just kind of look at him and you go, probably wouldn't bet against you. Yeah. Big difference is, is if Buddy's 65, 70 out, I'd still be going, huh, oh, he, can, he can do that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's always funny with Buddy, because he's got such that, that, that curve on his kick, but he just knows where to kick it. I thought you were going to talk about his bullshit
3: natural 15 metre arc. Oh, there's that too. Oh, but it's his natural arc. He's been doing it ever since he realised he could get away with it. Yeah. Strong defending there. Buddy's just like, give me the fucking ball, mate. Get out of my way. (laughs) This was a, a final season where bloody Goods just proved he was still one of the best out there. So... Hmm. it's like watching him playing like just the finals games watching the highlight he just went into absolute beast mode every time you could see he was not happy he wanted another yeah same
2: so. yeah I think you see him kind of he's like willing them in the last quarter in this one so you can have a look at that when it comes I don't know if that was a free kick
3: it's Free kick Hawthorne, mate <laughs> they, get what, they get what they get, want So
2: At least we know if we've got any Sydney listeners They're going to be happy with us After the consecutive grand final loss Podcasts we did about them
1: the <laughs> ball uh going to have
2: to avoid them for a little while, because this is like three of our last four podcasts have been Sydney. Well,
3: that's the problem they've had. In recent times, they've kind of been there, you know
2: what I mean, Hmm. so...
3: Well,
2: it's it's not our fault they're in good grand finals. I mean, we could do Richmond ones, but they're boring.
0: They are.
3: All right, got it queued, and I think I've got it about the right time. Okay. Whew, that was a lot more fucking around than I wanted it to be.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're nothing if not prepared on this podcast.
0: Ah. Uh,
3: best sort of preparation is chaotic anarchy, so... That's how you get through COVID. <laughs> Well, you've got to be adaptable and flexible, right? Yeah, and you know, if you don't have a gun, carry a knife. I mean,
0: now, this you... is.
2: No, you go. We, we always do this. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? Were you watching this live? Yeah, I did watch this game live, but
3: the interest level was pretty average to be honest because you know with mm. like the whole Hawthorne saga going through from um, with them and Geelong through like the late 2000s and and that and us obviously not doing very well but and Frio yeah. keeping in mind Frio made the semis as well yeah. so they're doing a hell of a lot better than we were
2: well, we hey we got knocked out the same week as them
3: yeah but they just felt like a stronger side yeah, I don't know but, um...
2: This was their first season with Ross Lyon. Yeah. And it was our second with Simmo? I think? No, it was our second last with Wusha. Our oh, second with Wusha
3: was it? Sorry. Uh, and, um... Oh, that's right, yeah, because you managed to... That should have been holding the boy had prior, because he went for the kick. Uh... Yes, I was watching this live, but because it was Hawthorne and it was the Swans, I was hoping Mm. that a Meteor just hit and the game ended. So neither (laughs) team won.
2: Well, I think we finished fifth, and we flogged North Melbourne in the elimination final, lost to Collingwood in the semi-final.
1: Oh, yeah, that's
2: right. And then Collingwood got... Mm -hmm. they, They didn't really get slaughtered by the Swans, but... No, just easily handled. Yeah. But, um... I think there was a game during the season, middle of the year against Brisbane, where we should have won, and we let Brisbane come over the top of us late in the game. And that kind of cost us a top four spot.
3: Done that a bit with Brisbane as well. Mm. That was a good mark, by the way. This, this passage of play was very quick.
2: Yeah, I actually went to Bali uh, the last round of this, of 2012, uh, wife and I went away for about four days to Bali. And um, I remember watching the Eagles-Hawthorn game. I, thought, I think I caught a little bit of it on the TV over there. Because that was the last game of our season, regular season. And it was away against Hawthorn. If we'd beaten them, we would have made the top four. But obviously didn't. We
3: just you know, weren't... Before, you know, going hmm. on to being complete West Coast like we are, we just weren't strong enough that season,
2: mm-hmm. so... But I also remember oh. on the... I think it was on the Sunday Fremantle were playing Melbourne and if Fremantle lost to Melbourne, they would finish 8th and we'd have to play them in an elimination final. Yeah. Right? Just- Whereas if Fremantle won I think they finished 7th and they'd have to play away against Geelong. And I was thinking, oh, Fremantle are going to tank this game for sure. (laughs) You know? Just to play against us. Yeah. Not have to travel. Finish eighth. Big chance to knock off your big brother in an elimination final. What more could they want, right? So I was surprised that they actually beat Melbourne. Yeah. I hate an elimination
3: final with us and Freo. Just. The animosity would just be a great <laughs> and horrible game to be at. But, you know, because yeah. it's just. If you lost. Yeah. You're gonna just murder something.
2: Yeah. You'd be really fucking pissed off for a long time. That's the end of, end of the season for you.
3: Uh, you're gonna go off. You're going to walk away from Mm -hmm. your friends, your family, your partner, whoever it is, your cat, dog. You're going to go into your bedroom, and you're going to put your head in the pillow, and you're going to (laughs) cry. And you're just
2: going to not want to talk to anyone about Mm. the game. I guess we've been pretty fortunate for, like, 25 years. Fremantle have been so incredibly poor that our chances of meeting them in finals have been pretty slim. There's been a couple of chances, and they fucked it up. (laughs) That, that was a good call by the way for the
3: free then because that was yeah rough Ed should have, shouldn't have played on but anyway yeah it's it's a hard one but before we digress and we might as well just watch every I don't know why roughhead tried to carry that on when you' are given the free at what was still 40 45 meters out
2: oh I think you just got the adrenaline going It's a bit hard to pull up.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, the umpires should have a better feel and a more clear-cut advantage rule to go by. Good mark. That's interesting because... Ryan O'Keefe ends up getting the Norm Smith medal. But I reckon, um, uh, what's his name, Hannabury looks so similar to him but that people, got him mixed up. I don't know if people voting for it kind of, not so much mixed them up, but overinflated Ryan O'Keefe yeah, because okay. of it. I think Ryan O'Keefe yep. has a pretty good game, but does he get also extra credit for some of the things that Hannabury does?
3: See, buddy's a great player. You know, the one thing I've got an issue with him is his distaste for the West. His constant what? desire to want to just live over there. Uh-oh. Is there. Does he actually have a distaste for the West? Or are you just assuming what he that? He did. For some reason. Because he never wanted to come play for West Coast or Frio. Hmm. Maybe he just likes the coke over there better than here. <laughs>
2: Oh, Maybe. I think a Sydney lifestyle probably suits him. Go out and mix it with the High Rollers. What?
3: Mixing with the High Rollers instead of running in the streets with your drugs, like cousins?
1: Yeah.
2: Well, who's his, um, is he married or is he got a girlfriend? I can't remember. Isn't she like some model or something? I don't know. Right, usually let me let me have, have, you usually know all this stuff.
3: Let me have a look. Let's go... Buddy... fucking Franklin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're
2: gonna stumble Spouse. on some sort of gay porn site, searching for stuff like that, Jay.
3: Yeah. What does she do? What's her name? Uh, Jacinta Franklin. Yeah. So, yeah, they're married. Who is she? Yeah, what's her She's name? an Australian TV host and model hmm. and beauty pageant title holder. She won Miss Universe Australia in 2010.
2: Yeah, Miss Universe. What's her surname? Not Franklin part of maiden name?
3: I don't...
2: Uh, Campbell. That's it, Jacinta Campbell. Yeah. They got kids? Have they? Oh, here we go. Here's the Jetta run. run. Cyril
3: just the determination by him, he never gave up, but Jeddah you don't Alright, so as a West Coast supporter, you never really noticed how calm Jetta was. Mm. But when you watch him then, he he knew he knew yeah. Cyril was not getting him. Yeah. And like mm. I've watched him do his I think he's did his two hundred game chat with um Leca and JK. Or he's 150 or whatever it was and they asked him about it because obviously i reckon 98 percent of the players in the footy at that time even years after would not have wanted cyril chasing them down Hmm. and they said you know what was going through your head when that was on he goes i knew i couldn't beat him in a straight line so i started zigzagging because i knew he'd never catch me (laughs) oh that's that's holding the ball
2: that's holding the ball. Oh. That is. He, he went to handball out. and. I think you need to like pause for one second and then press play, Jay. Because you're calling it before it's popping up. <laughs> what is your timer showing now? right now? VLC? Mm-hmm. 26, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30...
3: Alright, we're about the same now. I think I was like three seconds in front.
2: (laughs) We don't want Jay from the future. We want present Jay. I'll go back to the future. There's our end. There's our outro song, Jay. Oh, there we go. Uh,
3: We're definitely getting sued for everything we own, which is (laughs) (laughs) mainly owned by the banks, but you know.
2: They don't sue podcasts.
3: No, they just bury you with <laughs> cement. <laughs> How did he think that was a mark? It's like it come out of the other guy's <laughs> hand, and he's like, oh, No, I've marked this. He's oh. like, seriously, dude, i marked this. i marked it from his hands. You're a fuckhead. That's
2: right. I had a point I was going to make about Jeddah. So, oh, yeah. we... I think we were looking at drafting him, well, what year was that oh, 09 yep um, and we drafted Brad Shepard at pick 7 and then Jetta went whatever pick Sydney had but I remember a lot of especially on the Eagles big footy board a lot of people really wanted Jetta and we were kind of like eh Brad Shepherd, so vanilla <laughs> eh
3: yeah. That was that was fantastic play then, mm. the way he basically threw three off. Um, that's a hard one, because did we really need that sort of small half forward at the
2: time? Uh, well, we were down the bottom of the ladder at the time, so I think we just wanted the best player we'd get in terms of a long-term investment. Yeah. And I guess Which, Brad, Brad Shepard probably was the right call. Yeah, uh, it took a little while to really find his place in the side. Uh, tried him a little bit in the midfield. But he's really, you know, cemented himself as a really amazing defender. Um, and probably you'd say, even now, outperforms Jetta. Jetta's more of the, uh, you know, that X factor. Oh. Ooh, another like, one. Like,
3: kick. Quick. Well, actually, that is something, you know, you go from this, you're talking, Jetta went from being a pretty damaging small forward mm. to coming over to us and being told you're now going to play on the back line. Yeah. I, his development and his... He, I guess at the end of the day, it's just footy
2: smarts. That That, that is a lucky bounce. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the this is at this stage of the game. I'm thinking, okay, Hawthorne, they're going to power over Sydney for the rest of this match. Yeah. Anyway, keep going, Jay.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, you think going from transition as a small small forward to basically having to become a defender, and you you know defenders aren't normally that size and that speed. It's more brawn to it.
2: Yeah, he's he so, more of that running, attacking oh, defender, isn't he? Setting up play. Yeah. Ooh.
3: Did they miss? Oh, they needed... If, if they'd got that, that probably would have been the change, you know? Mm-hmm. Going in with that extra goal.
2: Yeah. But, um... I think overall... As we said, I think Shepherd's probably the better investment. I remember when we got... Like, the year before we got Jeddah, all the Sydney fans thought he was pretty much cooked.
3: Yeah. Just quickly, going back, there was a clip there of Mitchell. Two things. Fuck you, Mitchell, for being too good, but also thank you, Mitchell, for helping us win a Grand Final and being a fantastic mid-coach.
2: West Coast legend. He uh, earned his Brownlow Medal. Well, he received his Brownlow Medal as a a West Coast Eagle. I actually (laughs) missed out on meeting him. So,
3: when he was here in 20, yeah. he came over in 2017, and yeah. he played with us at the start of 2017. It was my last year of study, and I had started uni that day and had to attend.
1: Yeah.
3: That day, Dad goes, oh, do you want to come? Because I've got to go take photos of him for the paper. He goes, I don't know who the fuck he is. Keep in mind, Dad doesn't care about sport. And, I, <laughs> and he said, oh, he's a West Coast player. And I said, well, I said, he... He is now, but he's bigger Hawthorne's. He's like, Well, do you want me to get him to sign something for you? I said, Not really, because he's a Hawthorne player. <laughs> now I'm kind of like, Motherfucker, I should have just got it. But at the same time, for me, getting shit signed doesn't mean anything. That's a solid kick, isn't it? But um, but for me, getting shit signed doesn't mean anything, you know? It's just because you got to find a space for it. But having met hmm. the guy. Could yeah. have been a different thing, because apparently he's really down-to-earth and quite a really nice, chill guy. So... Yeah, I'm sure you
2: know. I'm sure he's very nice. I think he gets pretty intense. I think... As a, as a player, right? And as a yeah, foot, but... Takes his football very seriously. I mean, you saw how he even played
3: for us in 2017. He's just... He was slow, sure, because he was older and the game changed, mm. but... This kick, that's a solid kick. Is it a goal? Yeah. yeah, easy. Um, but he, he just knew where everything was. He knew where players were before players were there. You know. Yeah. And not, not many people have that. Like I don't know if you'd put Goods and Mitchell, like. They're very different players. I think mm. Goods just athletically was probably it made up for so much for him because he was able to just keep going. He could just never stopped.
2: Yeah, that was the thing with twenty seventeen, having Mitchell and Printis in the side. Like, yeah, it really, work. really slowed our midfield down.
3: Sadly, you had the drop produce for
2: Mitchell, but... Mm, but yeah, that wasn't going to happen.
3: Oh, that's got to be deliberate. Yeah, that that was deliberate. When you can ki- when you can hit a player on the run at fifty, mm. and then you you overshoot it to try and get the boundary because it's a one on one.
2: Let's say Mitchell went another season, like decided to play 2018. You reckon we win that flag? Nah,
3: nah, because I think we needed, we yeah. needed him in the midfield coaching role. Because he come over, took that senior leadership mm-hmm. role. Everyone gave him an immense amount of respect, you know, because yeah. he was three-time Premiership player. They played against him as well, yeah. two years prior before we got him, or two seasons prior, but, no, I I think he just, he was too slow for the game, like, in the sense of how it was playing.
2: Yeah, and we kind of got his strength, which was his football brain, anyway. Yeah. So, that 2017 was probably more for his benefit, in terms of getting a feel for everyone, and Yeah. Get that perspective on the ground. And then take that into his coaching.
3: And, you know, who's he coaching for now? Hawthorne, I think.
2: Yeah, his assistant at Hawthorne and apparently the heir apparent.
3: Well, he's probably the next best person, you know. He's got that mind, he's got that style, so... Uh, I think
2: he's definitely being groomed. Hopefully not for sexual reasons, but... (laughs) When Clarkson's ready to piss off, then Mitchell gets the keys. seem to remember Mitchell sort of uh, getting a bit dirty in the 08 grand final against Geelong.
3: I thought he played like that every game though, didn't he? That was his yeah, play style. I think
2: he really went in hard. Like, like I'm going to fuck shit up hard, because it's a grand final. Well, <sighs> that's holding the ball.
3: Yeah, it was, but then it was technically...
2: I see they're going to get a goal out of this.
3: Yeah, that's what he's saying. That was holding the ball. And the umpire's like, mate, you're bolting. You better just take it easy. Look at that. How is that not holding the ball? Yeah. That got him back in it.
2: Yeah. So I was watching this at my cousin's house. And. Every time his partner walks in, Sydney seemed to get on top. He got really pissed off. He's like, piss off. you fucking making Hawthorne lose. Oh, fucking.
3: I hate, I hate when people think that it's like something so insignificant that has no effect to it. It's like, oh shit, every time the cricket in the roof goes off, they fucking play bad. It's like, it doesn't matter,
2: mate. Like me, attending Eagles Hawthorne yeah. finals and making them win.
3: No, I'm going to actually hold that one to you because <laughs> you're the reason we lost in 2015.
2: Fair enough. God, and that was, game was shit. You you can, oh, uh, that
3: was blow the knee goods.
2: You can contribute to my GoFundMe for the next Eagles Hawthorne grand final. What do you think of Burgoyne? Uh, amazing. He is. His longevity and his skill. He's just... I love watching him play. He's really... He, he is... Just pure... I know his nickname's Silk, so I don't want to use the word. He just gets... He, yeah. He'll go
3: into the, the those, those real contested packs, and somehow he gets mm. the ball out. There was a lot of holding the ball just before.
2: Uh, like... I think he's a big catalyst as well for 2013 in the prelim because they're down by quite a fair bit against Geelong in that match. Yep. And he really really lifts them and I think kicks the goal that puts him in front. But yeah, they had an interesting run in this period because they had a lot of tight prelims. So they the 2011 lost to Collingwood, which was yep. about three points, I think. Then 2012, just held on against Adelaide. Uh, 2013, had to come back and just beat Geelong. And 2014, they... Going to get another mark in the goal square, but yeah. 2014, they just held on against Port Adelaide. And then 2015, they had that, uh, that win over Fremantle over here. So prelim Ooh,
3: it's by
2: Prelim final day for Hawthorne supporters. It's kind of like us on grand final day, I guess.
0: That
3: was the easy kick. It's amazing just how much field Cyril can Like he just kind of is everywhere, he just plays that real workhorse. Do you think every club's trying to get a hold of a Rioli now with the rumor that in the first two years of
2: having a Rioli, you win a final, grand final? Well, yeah, I think it's more than a rumor, Jay. It's reality. Got to it have, is. You've got to have a Rioli. All the cool kids are doing it. It's just a remarkable footballing family, isn't it?
3: Well, I think, like,
2: in general, a lot of the. Mm.
3: Like, I think in the last 10, 15 years, like, the Indigenous Torres Strait Islander population has been more recognised for their, like, football skills Mm. and the way that they contribute to the game. Yeah. But, like, it really feels probably in the last five to eight years, you're starting to just see, and I know, like, from our side, you think, like, with little Willy Rioli and Liam Ryan, Mm. bloody... The players that they come in, you think, like Tim Kelly for Geelong, like, just mm. just how quickly, like... I mean, there's a lot of good players everywhere, but you think Indigenous players don't make up a big population of the game.
2: No. Well, there's more than ever so in terms of numbers oh, in the game, but... Um, People are noticing now. Yeah, but I think it's also the, the way football is played. It's very fast, free-flowing... Um, Yeah, more aerial. Yeah, but also that precision of maintaining possession as well, Uh, so there's a big focus on skill, whereas, you know, you go back, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, and it's, you know, it's very much a, you know, big, strong bash crash your way through the game, you know?
3: Excluding all of the, you know, racism and all that. But.
2: Yeah, and I think that uh, like Indigenous players are just so naturally talented when they when they play uh, at a sport like football, you know, from whenever they're young to you know all through their lives, just kicking footballs around and doing tricks with the ball and all that. And they just got that natural yeah. natural knack for it as well, just that feel for it.
3: I think it makes a difference too when you think, like, when you say, like, country players versus, mm. like, city players as well, because you talk about tricks and that, and obviously I'm going to refer back to our own team because that's the players we know, but you think, like, Jetta was from down south, Bunbury, I mm. think, like, you see the way that he used the ball, like, Lecca was from up north. Mm-hmm like the way he used the ball, it just sort of seems to be as well. And I mean, a lot of Indigenous players do come from country. Yeah. That y- you don't have as much to do, so you're yeah. spending more time honing yeah. your craft without even thinking about it.
0: Yeah.
2: That's, your, that's your recreation, you know, instead of, you know, hanging out at shopping centres or whatever. There's that kick by Jetta. Just... Spots.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out at shopping centres, selling meth, playing Xbox. That's the city life, <laughs> yeah.
2: so... Um, I guess, you know, I guess there's more more of a focus in rural areas on, on using outside resources, right? Yeah. And then also, you can even look at it even further in a microscopic level and go well you know, with all these coaching clinics and kick, you know, the kids overcoach to do it a certain way instead of just letting their natural feel for it develop, you know
3: yeah and they kind of get more exposure to the, I guess to the the AFL clubs because it's easier whereas the country clubs when oh. they rock up like and I know here when Freo on West Coast we go and visit people get excited, even if they don't support them, they get excited because they're seeing professional players rock up to them, saying, yeah, listen, I come from here, I come from a fucking small town just like it, and look where I am now, you know? Getting paid $300,000 on a travel or foot more, or whatever it is, and I'm travelling around the country playing footy. Thankfully, none of us go to fucking China. So, stupid-ass games. But... Alright, this point, at this point, what are we looking at? Tackle count.
1: Wow. Mm, the
2: Swans it's... dominating him in that. Yeah, but I feel like Sydney were chasing a lot of tail in the first quarter.
3: Yeah, well, the tackle count was nearly double. was double. Um, it was over. But, you know, watching this game now, it's starting to feel like the Swans are taking a bit more control of it, doesn't it? Like, you start thinking, okay, well, maybe
2: as Hawthorne. Mm. Kind of made a few mistakes. Well, this second quarter's all Sydney. Now, this is where my cousin was getting all pissed off. (laughs) So, did
3: you rock up, you know, why just before he was ready, he was still in the shower just to bring some white and red over and just paint these (laughs) fucking walls? (laughs)
2: No, I'm not that kind of person. Yet, uh, but he was in these. He was already getting ready to watch. He was actually. Uh, he had Foxtel on, and I'm like, because he's watching all the pre-game stuff. I'm going, you know, you're gonna have to change to channel seven for the game. He goes, no, no, I got Foxtel. And yeah, but they don't show the fucking grand final you want. <laughs> You're yeah, gonna, well, that's... You're going to be watching last year's Grand Final. <laughs> that's what they'll do. They'll replay the old one.
3: That's what I'm worried about with this season, looking at the bloody broadcast of the K- uh, Foxtel, oh, yeah. KO, and
2: AFL uh, Park. That I, I can't be right, because... know it can't be. The, the Melbourne ones... Are, oh, I mean, the Friday night game's always on Channel 7, so I think that tells you it's wrong.
3: Well, we all know
2: the whole reason the
3: AFL rushed this back. And it's not because they want the players to play. It's because they're running out of money. And Rupert Murdoch's going, I'm (laughs) going to fucking lose Foxtel if you guys don't get this back up and running.
2: Oh, you see, Foxtel have got um, a new streaming service called Binge. Yeah, it's trash. They're trying so
3: hard. (laughs) When they were. Do do you know, Foxtel were actually told 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. had quit Foxtel because they refused to move with the times and this bloke then when asked they said why did you quit and he said because it's a dying model and they refuse to acknowledge that what they are doing is ripping people off with trash yeah no one wants this anymore it's like it's changing you can see it's changing and like you know look at them now you can run you can get Disney hmm yeah. Okay, let's say you really want sports. KO is Foxtel anyway. But let's say you want it. So 20 bucks for that. Yeah. 10, 12 bucks for Netflix. $10 for Stan. Yeah. Fucking $8 for Disney. And you're still cheaper <laughs> than what Fox was costing you. And yeah. you've got about...
2: And you get everything. Pretty much. 40
3: times more content.
2: There's a lot of crossover though on those streaming services I've noticed. That's why I just we had Netflix for a couple of months, that just expired. I couldn't be bothered renewing it. Uh, we got Stan at the moment. The wife seemed to... Adamant she had to renew. I'm like, why? There's nothing on it. It's got some older, more... Yeah, there's a lot of older stuff on there. ...worky
3: shows, whereas know. Netflix is the big names now. I don't want to watch... And their own. I don't want to watch old stuff.
2: I want to watch something new.
3: See, I've had Netflix since it first come out here, like, that long. I haven't, I've never got rid of, i now got... Really? Do you watch it that yeah. consistently?
2: Yeah. enough. So, I'll only put it on if there's, if I feel like there's something on there that I want to watch. Um, so, I did, I did, no, have a, I did have a lot of stuff on my watch list, now that it expired, but nothing that's really calling me to, to pay another ten bucks or whatever. I'm just going to kick it that much of a tight ass. I can't
3: be bothered. Um, I well, I paid 20 because I actually upped my account for my middle brother who mm. is now out of work come in a July so that he could still have Netflix because I felt bad for him having one kid and the other due in a week and a half's time.
2: Oh, that that that's soon? That's... Yeah, eighth of June. So do they know if it's a boy or a girl? Yeah, little boy. So... Another boy. Yep. Oh, sorry, Kai. Two boys. But, um, Having two boys sucks. You're talking
3: to the middle, <laughs> middle one for three boys. So I think he knows that. But,
2: <laughs> um,
3: but yeah. So I, I did that because I was like, "Fuck it," and I pay for
2: YouTube. That's it. Is he gonna call call him Kai Junior? No, thank God. So <laughs> not gonna come up with another Japanese name, is he? Nah. Nah, something else, I think.
1: That wasn't... Chinese.
2: fucking
3: Nah, I, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> they've, they've got a few things. We're just waiting to see what they do, and... <laughs> good. How'd he... Could... Good... Get that? I know it wasn't a mark, but how'd he even keep his hands on it? Ooh, was it Mitch Morton? Former Eagle? Nice, good kick. Premiership player. Wait, that was a good kick. Do you reckon the Swans are going to come back? Do you think they're done for for a while now? Uh, I think they're, yeah. I think they're pretty much... Uh, I
2: don't know. Happily will go. Whatever the fuck his name is. I mean, Buddy's out for, what, half this season at least? Yeah. I think he's oh, pretty, yeah, pretty much, that. he's still got a few more years that he's at his top billing rate as well. Apparently he's uh, the back end of his contracts, like, going to be what sinks them. Because uh, they back ended it so much. And the thinking is, the AFL are going to make them pay every damn cent in the salary cap, because they really wanted Buddy to go to the Giants. Uh Uh-oh, we've lost Jay, so we'll keep plugging along. I'll take this opportunity to say congrats to Kai and Sarah. Hope uh, all goes well with new Bubba. Bounds five forty-eight left in the second. All right. Sorry, AJ's oh, back.
3: Yes, my headphones just dropped out. Right. I now just have to run Discord off my phone. So. Oh wow. All right. We've got it.
2: We um. Felt like I was. You remember that scene in Wayne's World where Wayne walks out and Garth has to carry the show? Yep. That's what I was feeling.
3: (laughs) You can't be saying that, because that means you're Garth.
2: (laughs) Wait, am I Wayne?
3: No, you said when Wayne walks out, Garth's got to carry the show. That's what you said you felt like, so.
2: So Now you're saying that I'm Wayne.
3: No, because I walked out.
2: (laughs) So you're Wayne? Yeah. Alright.
3: Awesome, good movie. But digressing more. Alright, I'm going to have to try this real Well,
2: here's the conundrum. Now, do I exit with uh, Back to the Future or Wayne's World as the end music? Probably Back to the Future. <laughs> So Hawthorne have actually managed to score one point in this quarter, so good on them. It's
0: pretty Mitchell trash. Is Sorry.
2: Well ultimately it's going to cost them right, because... They have to come back in the third, and then it's pretty neck and neck until the end of the game. Yeah. Oh, Morton again. What's he done? Two goals.
3: Same, same spot. Oh, yeah. for a second there, I thought, shit, did I just rewind the- <laughs> as well, or what? You know.
2: No. And this is pretty much his own—the only moment of his career—is this grand final for Mitch Morton because a lot of injuries didn't do much with us, moved to Richmond did a little bit but not much with them and ends up here I think I think this might even be his last game what was that?
3: I don't know, that was a bit weird
1: looked like he was trying to tunnel it through his legs or something Ended up hugging it to his nuts been a a So this is
2: how crazy this grand final so was, situation. it's like well First quarter you're thinking Hawthorne are running over him Now I'm thinking, holy shit, is Sydney gonna run over right well done, O.K. Hawthorne in this one?
3: Yeah, well, that's exactly, you do start thinking that, you think, you know, is this this where it's going? And, but I guess that's the tackle pressure that they had carrying through from the first quarter, while their accuracy and their their execution was poor, they still had probably, probably more hunger for it in the first I kind of felt like Hawthorne carried a bit of arrogance into this this game, so, like, I mean, they normally yeah. do, but...
2: very cool.
0: Whereas
3: Goods kind of went in with that determination to not...
0: You know, he doesn't like losing, so... Yeah.
3: I mean, not anyone does, but you can see with Goods, when he's losing, he, he just finds another gear, he finds another level somehow.
0: Mm. Oh,
2: that...
3: That was
2: lucky. Well, I kind of have a theory that, and it's not always the case, but more often than not, the side that's kind of lost a grand final more recently than their opponent tends to get up and win. Yep. I mean, it doesn't always happen that way, but I think that extra hunger and that desire not to feel like absolute shit really motivates the team so with the Sydney side their previous grand final was 06 which they lost Had a lot of changes to that side since then but still there's still a handful that played in that match yeah Goods there was Ted Richards um, Lewis Roberts Thompson uh, Malchewski Jared McVeigh Ryan O'Keefe So, probably a good third of the side
0: well,
2: There's one thing that I've noticed also Sydney socks I remember them having fully red socks through the 90s
3: Yeah nice of this Similar killed Kilda thing.
2: And they changed to the hoops. Probably early 2000s I'd say. I'm pretty sure the Tony Locker era was uh, fully red.
3: Well, maybe anyone who listens can tell us. <laughs> also, just touching on the stats. Contested possessions are in favor of the Hawks, but Hawks were down by about 14-15 tackles. And this sort of Mm. footy error was still pushed. I mean, contested possessions are important, but tackles kind of set a bit more because it showed, you know, the intensity. However, they didn't get as many free kicks as... So... Alright, what do you reckon? Does he kick it?
2: Uh, I'm gonna say no. Because I'm pretty sure they go goalless this quarter.
3: 100%? Yes. Oh, he shanked that, didn't he? Boom. What was he trying to do? You
2: ever doubt me again, Jay?
3: What the fuck was he smiling for if he shanked the kick and kicked it out on the full? You don't sit there and be smiling, it's a stupid
2: thing. Already kicked it out on the full, did he? Oh, that's a shame. (laughs) If you ever listen to Sam Newman's podcast, he's... Whenever they talk about Jeff Kennett, he'll sometimes do a Jeff Kennett impression. It's hilarious. I can't stand it.
1: I
3: know he's respected.
2: What? Who? Sam Newman?
3: Yeah.
1: No,
2: he's not.
3: Some arsehole out there respects him. Uh,
2: I think... Actually, listening to the podcast, he's getting a bit played now, because one of his podcast uh, colleagues, Don Scott, has actually pegged him pretty well. And he said to him, You know you're not smart. You actually, you've just got a very retentive memory, so you just remember facts, and then you just repeat them over and over. <laughs> 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 Which is not is that wrong. Is it
3: doing the chase down? could You're be. But, oh, but isn't that what you know makes someone smart?
2: Well, yeah. I guess. I think that's uh, a lot of people who appear smart. I just got. I've just got a very good memory.
3: Yeah. Just used to talking shit. Yeah. Well, strong half-time lead, isn't it? Three goals.
2: I mean, that's what I always think is the difference between an extrovert and an introvert. An introvert is just really good at filling up the air with bullshit.
1: introvert is or an extrovert an extrovert
3: yeah
2: did i say introvert yeah i meant extrovert
3: well i mean you just say you just explained what you're saying then because you're an extrovert and you're filling air up with bullshit by saying introverts <laughs> did it, so. i am
2: not a, i'm an introvert man you say
3: that but then when you know someone <laughs> talks about footy
2: next <laughs> minute I'm an extrovert when it comes to footy, yes. I've got a footy, I've got a memory for football stuff.
3: Yeah, you're like, I remember back in 1939. (laughs) It's like, you weren't even alive, but I remember it like it was yesterday.
2: Yeah. I remember reading it in my, uh... Every Game Ever Played book that I had when I was a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) I had that, and I had the encyclopedia of league footballers. And I would just scour those books.
3: You see, I just watched the game.
2: <laughs> I watched the game too, but I also like... I like reading about it. I actually have some really good books from the 90s I should lend you Jay. They're like... Um, I'm
3: not a fast Are they big picture books? Because I'm not a fast reader. <laughs>
2: Well, there's no rush to bring him back. I've actually got some good Eagles ones as well.
1: forward,
3: Mitchell, quick hands, quick kick. Ooh. <laughs> Why's he looking up for like that? So, like, oh, God, do I get a free? Because I knocked Ruffhead over and he kicked me in the head.
2: <laughs> Who was that, the Sydney player?
3: Yeah, whatever his name was. I missed it. I don't know. Here, right there. Ready? 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 Boom.
2: Maybe he thought it wasn't 15 or something.
3: I don't think it was either, but I thought that's when they changed the rule around this time.
1: Roughhead shouldn't
3: have missed that. Uh,
2: So I think um, half-time, during the break, it... It was a bit awkward around at my cousin's house, because Hawthorne were down and looked in bad shape. (laughs) I'm like, oh, he's going to be in a foul mood.
1: Yeah,
3: but, you know, he probably should just get over it, shouldn't he, really?
0: Well, he should. They
3: won four in seven years or
0: something, so...
2: Yeah, but this was before the three-peat, Jay.
0: Yeah, I know, but now that the three-peat's happened, you you know, you just kind of got to... move on.
3: Oh, I thought that was almost kicking in danger. I don't even know if... Hmm.
2: Well, here's the thing. Now that they've... the Hawthorne run is hopefully over... As a, if you were a Hawthorne supporter, would you be content? Would you be um, would you be happy for them to never win a flag again in your lifetime?
3: Nah, not, not to never win. Maybe if you went four-peat, you might, but not. No? Just because just I, I don't think but anyone... I mean, I, three is doable. Hmm. Four, four is nearly impossible.
2: But, I mean, if you could choose between having that three-peat experience or spreading that three-peat out those three flags out over 30 years what would you pick
3: one every 10 years or three in a row probably three in a row
2: yeah so you'd go with a big drought after that
3: yeah just as long as your are alive to actually see it that's the difference not not to be living on its memory and that's yeah. that's where I think the importance is
2: They're 21 points up now. See, I don't know. I mean, a three-peat would be awesome, but... It kind of gets... I kind of feel it'd get lost in the the shuffle as one sort of moment, you know? Like, if I look back on the 92 and 94 flags, the 94 flag kind of gets lost a bit. Because it was... Not as important as the 92 flag in significance. It was just a good, good solid year and a big grand final win. I don't know. I think I'd rather have them spread out so, you know, every 10 years you pick up a flag. I'd be happier with that.
3: No, I, feel like, I just feel like the three legacy is something yeah. that, I mean
2: that only lasts was, so long Brisbane. though it only lasts so long I reckon you right, know. He should not have missed that then like a three peat um, you know a three peat that was completed a couple of years ago you can go yep yeah, yeah nobody's as good as us You know, we're just having a couple of down years. We'll be back. You know, they're going to be going on five years now since their last flag.
1: Yeah.
2: And um, that was sort of the that was the gap in between 08 and 2013. So they're going to start getting a little bit hungry again, the supporters.
3: Well, they will, and I think. I don't think there's a win-win. Like, obviously, you want your club to win every year, but the reality is you really don't, because if your club wins every year, you get, you'd get you get bored very, very quickly.
2: Yeah, I don't know. 20. I reckon every year would be great.
3: <laughs> yeah, but you'd have a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon, and that's what I think ruins it, is when yeah. you've gone through the hard times of watching your club go through re- rebuild after rebuild, mm. and... The struggle. And then next minute, yeah. say you went four in a row and on your fifth one, everyone's going to be supporting you. Everyone's going to want to... Hey, yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> it's... You know,
3: like you... It, so let's just, for example, because we've been touching on this. you look at the last dance. I think you think Chicago Bulls was a club that was running out of money. Mm. No one had respect for them. They weren't even really known in the NBA.
1: Mm.
3: And you know, when they took over and MJ comes along and then they build that team. Scotty Pippen, and then they start building from there and they get Rodman and that, like that. Then they go, what was it? Seven in eight years or six in eight years, whatever it was.
2: Yeah, they uh, got the six.
3: Yeah, so they got the six, yeah, because they, they won three in a row, lost one. Lost them or whatever it was, but that club i don't know where they are now like i don't know mba at all but oh
2: they're trash
3: yeah so they've gone back to being trash but during mm. that era like they no one wanted to be there yet because of that they ended up becoming feared and it yeah. gave the supporters who spent you're talking 20 years of sunlight like maybe longer of just sitting there Going to games, supporting the team, knowing you're gonna lose every time, but just hoping one day you'll
2: yeah, win a game. That's it. There wasn't many supporters though, was it? You know, watching that uh, they, they weren't they weren't filling. They were getting crowds that were lower than the, like their local soccer team. Yeah. And then um uh, then Michael st- Jordan came along and changed everything. But I mean that's really that's the only That's their, own, that's their only, only era is the Jordan era. I don't know if you Which is
3: pretty scary to think, you know, that it is literally the only time that they were. So, they were good,
2: Holy shit, Sydney are kicking away here. <laughs> yeah, they I are. totally forgot about this, so... Yeah.
3: You mm. forgot they were watching the game, or...?
2: No, that they got this far in front. <laughs> like, they're almost double Hawthorne's score. Hawthorne haven't kicked a fucking goal since the first quarter. As there, the right the I don't think I've ever really re-watched this game, except for maybe the last quarter or part of it. Yeah, I...
3: I haven't really, but actually, that's not true. The main thing I've watched from this game is um, the Cyril Jetta run.
2: He's <laughs> got that on loop as an animated GIF.
3: Should do. It's like, you know, Knuckles chasing Sonic, so.
0: <laughs> so
3: for Cyril's got four ships Or three? Uh, Cyril there far away?
2: Yeah, he's got
0: four. He's got four,
3: and Jetta's only got two. Wow. Uh, Jetta could potentially get three, depending on what happens with this horrible way of their doing a season. But... <laughs> well, do you reckon, um, do you reckon contested marks have gone up with the change of play and the way that defenders are now expected to play?
2: I've honestly no idea.
3: Look, okay, is so that you think? Everyone now with McGovern with the way he come in and obviously mm-hmm. like how Rance played, like people are wanting that strong backline contested marker.
2: Yeah.
0: So.
3: Is that another goal?
2: Ooh, almost. Oh. Almost. That would have been...
3: It,
1: almost a backbreaker. Yeah, that would have been hard to
2: swallow. Yeah, I think contested marks are probably up, just to, just due to contests often being multiplayer, you know, it's not just one-on-one contests. Yeah. I feel like I've got a sneeze coming
3: do it. Coronavirus don't don't affect the family. Fucking 28 days later. (laughs) I mean, coronavirus almost is like 28 days later because, you know, it can be with you for four to four weeks, so. (sighs) Yeah,
2: I don't know. Seems to be non-existent here now.
3: Maybe, almost, I don't know. At least we're not in the US or China or Brazil. Yeah.
1: What? Oh, that's
2: right. Forgot about that as well. Um, Jared McVeigh lo- lost his baby. Can't remember how.
0: I... Yes. No,
3: nah, that was that was a
0: free.
3: <laughs> uh, it's a bit funny with the the rock contest, isn't it? Because it's like you can kind of stop and but you can't really. Mm. Like they have to be in the contest to be able to go for the ball.
1: Yeah.
2: Why are we still messing with shoelaces on on things these days?
3: Ah, uh, because people think Velcro straps are stupid.
2: They <laughs> could have surely, surely developed something better by now.
3: Yeah, they do. It's called zip ties. What? You just put them on.
2: What zip Cable tie. ties.
3: <laughs> That's what they're called, but anyway. What, just pop them on.
2: You just talk. Are you talking about actual cable ties?
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Just for the footage, just fucking pop them on, and then yeah. you just trim them, and they're hard plastic. You can recycle them. Yeah. Or you know, if you know how a little trick with a screwdriver, you can reuse them. <laughs> you sure ain't coming off if you do that. And just like tuck the little corner piece, you know, so it doesn't scratch someone in the face if you kick them in the head accidentally. <laughs> God, this this ruck work is just horrendous, isn't it?
2: I had to go take the, um, the shade cover that was over our trampoline off the other day before the storm. And I had it all cable tied in, because, like, the the peg thingies they give you are useless. So I just cable tied it all. So. But I didn't use the screwdriver trick, Jay. I just just cut them. Fuck it. I'll just put new ones on when I need to put it back up.
3: Then you probably binned them as well, rather than recycled
2: them. I don't know, I gave them to my wife and said, deal with it. I had to get up there and cut them.
3: I'm pretty sure you said this last time, didn't you? We've had quite a few storms now.
2: No, that was, uh, I had to stitch the roof on the cat run together. Oh, that's
3: what that was, yep.
2: This was taking a roof off. So the trampoline wouldn't blow away.
3: Your house sounds like it's been dismantled. Did you be allowed to do this stuff, job?
2: Probably not. We lost part of our fence. I think it's asbestos as well.
3: That's alright, you'll live till 60.
2: Hey, that's yeah, more than I'm hoping for.
0: Yeah, given where we work. <laughs> um. Oh. Is
3: it just, like, the, the ruck work in this is trash, though, isn't it?
2: Uh, yeah, well, they don't have Bro. great ruckmen. they got Mumford for Sydney, and, um, and they have the, uh, what's his name, Mike, is it Mike Pike? The dude from Canada? Yes, uh,
3: yeah.
1: Did?
2: And, and um, who do the Hawks have? They have David Hale. They have anyone else? I think Roughhead back up.
0: Yeah, but Rough
2: So they're not really Premier yeah. Ruckman, are they?
0: But
3: it does feel like now, in the last probably three, four. I mean, Richmond did well, but you see, I feel like Richmond's engine house made up a lot for the Ruck work. But, um. Yeah. It feels like you've. You know. If you, running one ruck the, the whole two ruck combo isn't mm. quite as a prominent thing but you run a ruck and you're really hoping that you've got a defender or and a forward that can make
0: up for it as well yeah strong mark my buddy
2: Ooh. buddy just going fuck it i'll kick a goal
3: the fact that that was what two steps from the 50 on the side yeah. and he kicks it like that like it's not
0: The yeah. he was a I don't know If he'd
3: stayed with Hawthorne Would they have still Do you reckon they would have won 14 or 15 Probably
2: Yeah probably
3: <laughs> Just would have been more Probably <laughs> more devastating I think
2: Because they didn't get anything for him either In um, the free agency They got like 19 or something like that. Stupid. Which is really ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really like, keep up
3: with it. I right. left and I was like, okay.
2: It's stupid. Because it's based on the finishing position, right? And, you know, they lose him in a flag year, so they're the last... That's their, they get the last pick in each round of the draft. So... Their compensation for it, and I don't even think compensation should be given anyway, because it fucks everyone else up as well. Yeah. But if you're going to give compensation, it's a bit ridiculous that you know, Buddy Franklin can attract, get you pick 19 or whatever, it, whatever it was. It was it wasn't a good pick. Whereas you know, other clubs can lose a player and get a much better pick.
3: Given he was a dual premiership player.
2: Mm. And arguably the best player in the comp.
0: Yeah. Quite a while. This
3: quarter of feels a bit mm. slow and boring.
2: <laughs> really? Is this really over. the body show now? well just Hawthorne using that uh there he goes bang but they're sure using that um that precision kicking and finding finding their teammates
3: yeah making it count
2: See so again, this game is turned, so it feels, like, it feels like Hawthorne are gonna run over Sydney now. <laughs> A really weird game in that regard.
3: The thing was, though, was it just sort of too much too early from Hawthorne to try and climb it back because they just let the Swans have it too easy in the second quarter, you know?
1: Mm. God,
2: they what? got it. What? It's very hard to stop, and interestingly enough, that last shot on goal by City... So you reckon Hawthorne went too hard too early?
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I know what the fi- I remember roughly what the final score was, and like the Hawks had their opportunities, but kind of, it almost felt like they wasted it from memory, where there was a lot of a lot of inaccurate shots or just a lot of like quick quick draw shots like that, you know, what Buddy does regularly. Yeah. So
2: yeah, I don't know, maybe. Maybe it's a number of factors, but I think what you said about Hawthorne being too arrogant, I think especially after that first quarter, they thought, oh yeah, we've got these motherfuckers. Yeah, we've been here before. And then uh, I think Sydney really, really relish being the underdog. Being the
3: underdog seems to work a lot better for every team because you think Richmond going in in 2017 they were still kind of the underdog The, s- the crows were deemed uh, the favorites
1: uh,
2: I don't know I feel like that was a, that's a different a different game
3: Whoa.
2: I mean what if Richmond came up against let's say Sydney or what if Richmond came up against, you know, Hawthorne in their three-peat run. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, they they, they got an Adelaide, Adelaide side who had a really good year, yeah. But had a really good year dominating at home. And they had to play... The grand final away from home
3: yeah and their last game against us yeah you know they lost as well so
2: and that grand final game away from home just happens to be richmond's home ground. yeah and richmond you know got their first final against geelong as the lower ranked side at their home ground so
3: yeah that, that, yeah, that just
2: played into their hands perfectly I kind of think, in my mind, Richmond would probably. Oh, I expected a better game, but I thought Richmond would have the slight favouritism. I was kind of hoping Adelaide would be able to do it.
1: Oh, no, yeah,
2: was is it. done. So this is when they used yeah. to have the, the uh, sub rule. Remember the sub rule, Jay? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
3: Ah, uh, glad it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, kind of you're like, gone with what
2: you've got. Yeah. Like everything in football, it just becomes a tactical thing, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean... So, coach has to, you know, decide when when's the right time to pull the trigger on the sub.
3: And on top of that, like I think if you if you, I I, I don't even think you should have it. Like I think mm. we probably should have a red card rule for certain circumstances. Like if you're, you know, you think back to Ooh, that was a big one. Yeah, like you think back to two thousand and four with what's his name from Brisbane when he was retiring, so he was acting like an absolute mm. asshole the whole time. You just, you know, you keep that up and you get a warning and you just go, listen, you're going to keep it up, you're just going to get recarded, you'll be sent off and you ain't going to, if your team wins, it doesn't matter, you don't get a medal.
2: <laughs> Do they get a replacement? Okay. Like if someone gets sent off no. on, a, on a red, so you got to play a man down? Yep. Yeah. I actually think, you know, fuck interchange, limitations and shit. Just let clubs play their entire squad.
3: <laughs> just to have them all there so yeah. they can just prob the problem is we become rotation so you'd be rotating in through and that would go back to the like 2004 ish to 2007 era where you know people were i mean west coast was
2: holy shit they just storming over really them yeah look at yeah. <laughs> that sydney coach's box So they were almost five goals down.
3: And now they had a three goal lead probably about ten, seven mm. minutes ago.
2: But yeah, the Swans. Now they're down by a goal. Was it uh, Josh Kennedy who had that snap that hit the post that would have put him up by over yeah. five goals at the start of this quarter? So smashed their way back into it. Yeah, Yeah,
3: just touching on with what you said, like, I think if you had the whole team, the interchange rule would go back to being a bit broken, where you could just rotate out your best midfielders, you know, and just keep running in that, so... Yeah,
2: and the game would be, like, crazy pace for the entire match, it'd be awesome. (sighs) Just think about it, you know, player goes down with injury, you don't have to really worry about running out of players. You can get experience into guys, you know. If you, that, you know, if you like, if you're smashing, should have been a free. If you're smashing aside, right? You're up by ten goals. You can bring on, you know, your B squad, and you know, a guy like you know, you can rest your Josh, Josh Kennedys and your Lewis Jedders so they can, you know, get don't get fucked up by the end of the season. Don't get an injury late in the game when it's you know the game's already won or lost be amazing yeah we would get the best out of everything you get to see all the up-and-coming young players from time to time
3: yeah but then players wouldn't develop either that's the other thing because they wouldn't have enough game time yeah
2: that's true that's a that's that is a very good point and a flaw in my amazing idea and I hate you for thinking about it. Oh, you know, F- it Lucky is Jay.
3: 11 o'clock, so <laughs> the brain is starting to work.
2: Oh, it's woken up.
3: Yeah, that was 50.
2: Was Mitchell that Mitchell? Was not happy. Did he throw it?
3: I don't know, could have been. Sounds like something he would have done.
2: Well, that them back in front. That was front. a
3: good kick. I always like watching goal umpires, like, the fact that they train for this stuff. <laughs> you know, like in all respect, because there's a lot that they got to pay attention to. When mm. You're talking that they've got to be able to see 45 meters out, really, to be able to see if the ball's been touched, those sort of oh. things.
2: I think it was Mitchell but, who did it. Is he going to be on the yeah. phone to Clarkson? Well, hasn't he? He's had a really good game yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, boy? You want to be coach of this club one day?
1: Going <laughs>
3: No, it was at this point. He was like, get him on the phone. He was like, do you want to put the lotion on the skin? And he was like, sorry, <laughs> sorry.
2: Get me Mitchell, now! <laughs> Man, Jitter is
3: quick, isn't he? Ooh. That was not a push in the back. Let's see the replay, come on.
2: No, well, it wasn't downfield either. Oh. That's good. Well, if you're going to call that, that's downfield, right? Yeah. Lucky.
3: Yeah, very, very lucky for it not to have been paid
2: in yeah. the 50 that, that could have been um, a chance for Hawthorne to get the lead back. Whoa, big kick.
3: We're just going for that. that contested ball now, aren't you? Really, you're just hoping that someone can...
2: Wait, did that. That like it came off Mumford's boot. Straight into the behind post.
3: This is where we probably need to be running the game. In. Ooh. Whoa. Whose snap was that? that was roughhead or.
2: Yeah, that was Roughhead. This is frenetic. This is a really good game.
3: Yeah. Well, this is where I think it just feels like. You know, when you're talking 9-10 versus 10-5, it kind of feels like they've wasted a few opportunities. And hitting Mm. the post is sometimes a hard one to swallow. Yeah. And when you don't give the kick to Buddy and he's got the run (laughs) like that, that's just silly And, and wasteful, you know? Yeah.
2: How many Sydney players are in that pack? Yeah.
3: They've just come back for the last two minutes of the quarter, haven't
2: they? Hmm. Look, it was Rioli and there's like three Sydney players and another two behind there No other four. They didn't even score. Jesus.
3: Well, he looked pretty disappointed by not scoring, Joel, so it was a bit rough, you know. It's probably like, thought he had his big moment, was going to fit in with the rest of his team, and make some friends. Oh, that, that was a good mark. i sometimes you'd really just want to turn to these supporters and just straight up fucking flatten them for the shit they say to you, wouldn't
0: <laughs> they? Those Jets getting in there, see his defence skills coming in already. What have
3: we got? Thirty less than thirty seconds of this quarter, only talking on a point going into the fourth.
2: Mm. Look at that crowd, though. I love it. When I guess I mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago, but I love that contrast in the supporter colours. You can see it from bay to bay. Yeah, it's
0: awesome. <laughs>
3: One point. Going in with a point. Nah, that's not a mark.
2: Um, now grand finals in this era, like the previous year was twenty eleven, that was that was neck and neck until the last quarter. Before that was twenty ten, we had the draw. Yep. Obviously the replay was shit. Oh nine, that was decided late. 08 was uh, an upset, so we had some really cracking grand final.
3: Yeah.
2: Actually well, we're in the fourth now. I actually think this one was the best of them. Yeah, I
3: think, yeah, you're probably right. Exclude, the, you know, you exclude the 2005-2006. Yeah. probably was, it had that swing that, you know, everyone wanted, but it wasn't like it was, just, it was not a big scoring game, so,
1: well, I'll do a
3: enough, He got that bounce, the perfect bounce. When it just sits in front of you and it comes straight up into your hands just as you start to recover your feet.
1: That perfect...
3: Saying tacos,
2: yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure it was tacos, pretty sure
3: they, yeah. Pretty sure they're going tacos, <laughs> tacos, you know, that's perfect bounce.
2: What do we want for dinner tonight? Tacos. Do you have a taco night at your house, Jay?
3: No, I just love tacos though. Yeah, yeah
2: don't have like taco Tuesday life. or anything.
3: Nah, I got a place down the road that sells really good tacos, like, i meant to taste yeah. like they are from Mexico, because the guy spent, like, 18 months living there, mm. but, again, okay. they're not, sh- well, it's three for 15, so it's not like it's expensive, but what's, it, what's it called? Uh, La Cabana, Yeah, I
2: have to keep that in mind. I don't mind a good taco. Well,
3: yeah, they're not Tex-Mex, so it is, like, actual, you know, taco, <laughs> so... Like your Tex-Mex, which is the one down in North Frio, at um, Piggy. It's nice, but it is Tex-Mex, you know, it's going with the pulled pork and the strong flavours, the slaw, so. Yeah,
2: I'm not a big pulled pork fan.
3: I am, but it's so unhealthy for you and fucking expensive, (laughs) that I tend not to do it.
1: Kick seven of the last eight, the genius of Mitchell, Mickey, what do the Swans
3: do now? Quick
2: hands. Mate, sure. if you
3: were a Swan supporter at this point, you'd be go, you really would start stressing at this point.
2: Yeah, you'd be thinking it's slipping away. And then Hawthorne dominated the third, and then two quick goals.
3: So they definitely carried that momentum in, but, it just isn't, didn't feel like it was enough. From memory, like the swans, mm, the swans yeah. defense was still level headed. So,
2: yeah, well, here's the thing if you know, Hawth- <laughs> Hawthorne probably need another one or two to really take control. So, Sydney just have to hold them up for a bit and then try and pinch one back.
0: Yeah. Malcheschi's the target. Did he take the mark? Not quite. But up again. Did oh.
3: well. Cyril really was a workhorse, wasn't he? Like, yeah. he was everywhere he needed to be. He threw his body on the line.
2: Shane Savage played in this one. I forgot about that. Storming back is Grundy. Grundy with some time confronted by Franklin. They've got the spare man. Richards to Smith. Still. A seems like there's no let-up in this game. Nah. Everyone looks the, the, like they're fucked now, don't they?
0: Right.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just think that guy just... Ooh. Oof. I don't think he knew what hit him then. Do you think tackle count 32 different? Like, um. even with the Swans losing the third quarter, they were still up nearly double. Yeah, but
2: I don't know. Is that because they're just chasing Hawthorne that much?
3: Yeah, see, it's hard because I kind of feel like when you got the higher tackle count and the game doesn't um. reward it enough, so, you know, you and I have been over this countless times, but they don't... Umpires don't reward holding the ball properly. Yeah.
2: So, because
3: they get worried that if they keep calling it, then... Right, so you
1: know, his, it's bad for the game.
2: So here's Buddy. I feel like he's not going to kick Crit- this. I feel like it's a
3: critical kick.
2: I feel like if he kicks this, then they're, yep. they're going to run away with it, right?
3: You'd be thinking he would kick this though as well. Is it back? Oof! Even he was surprised that didn't go through. Then mm. uh, he thought he had he thought he had the bend on it. I just how the f- how does he get it to like just at that last bit curve so much?
2: Yeah, it's weird, eh?
0: Yeah, uh, you
3: can't be going up there and trying to fist the guy's head.
0: <laughs> so, what are we looking at? Two kicks. Literally, two, two
3: kicks. Okay.
0: So.
2: Yeah, basically Hawthorne with the momentum. Swans have been... What were they at half-time? Uh, four up. They kicked what, three? I think they kicked three, what did they kick, three goals in that third quarter? Two or
3: three? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't, I don't actually have any stats up for this one, so I'm just going to go with two. All right. But.
2: You're the stats man. I'm relying on you. You're the Smoky Dawson. You Smokey, you're the Smoky Dawson of this podcast. Do you yeah, probably he? should
3: become a little more reliable. No. Do you, um,
2: you don't even know who Smokey Dawson is, do
3: you? No. It sounds like a barbecue sauce brand.
2: <laughs> it's a good one. Like a delicious one. Like,
3: you know, yeah, just like some like creepy <laughs> outback guy from Northern Territory trying to sell his fucking barbecue sauce.
2: <laughs> oh, he does the stats on, I don't know if he still does it, but on 6PR's football broadcast. He's the stats man.
3: Oh yeah. How was that not counted as a mark then?
0: I thought he held that
2: long enough. I missed it. So if you're picking a Norm Smith, who do you think's leading it at this stage? I haven't noticed Ryan O'Keefe at all.
3: I wouldn't put Goods there either. I don't think he... Like, you you see him around, but his influence isn't the same. Yeah. Mitchell doesn't really even get up there.
2: I think Hanabry's been in it a lot. It's
3: actually been a hard one. Why is he killing up? Just take
0: the hit. It's actually a
3: hard one because minutes, really that third quarter kind of propped Hawthorne up, mm. but it, it did feel like the Swans yeah. fell asleep.
1: Yeah.
3: I just, for some reason, I thought... The first time I remember, I just remember Goods being everywhere more than he is.
2: Wasn't he a little bit injured in this game? From memory? I can't remember. Maybe. I seem to remember then him sort of you, being plonked in the forward line because he was a bit hobbled.
3: I guess with this as well, as it, you kind of pay more attention to goods because of who he is.
1: Yeah.
2: Oof. That's hold the ball. That's 50. Yeah. No, I really think that the, <laughs> the Norm Smith judges kept confusing Hannabury with Ryan O'Keefe.
3: Yeah, probably. Is it, is it cold over there, or is it just everyone...
2: Well, Melbourne's traditionally... Cold climate. My uh, mum's from... And it's not. My mum's from Melbourne. And, uh, My dad's, uh, WA born. And... He was, he met her when he was in the Navy. Um, I think he was stationed in, Mel- in Melbourne for a, pa- for a period of time. And, um, Yeah, you, um... Have I mentioned this before?
3: Yeah, he did because you said your dad was in the navy, and then Cameron went on about seamen. <laughs> I think I edited
2: I that, that. that. I think I edited that yeah. part out of the podcast as well, <laughs> <laughs> just in case my mum actually listens.
3: He just, he, yeah, he kind of carried it yeah, on a bit
2: because he was fucking drunk as well. Oh, wanker.
3: He's always drunk.
2: Mm first all, what do you expect? He let the success of Podcast 3 get to his head.
3: Yeah. He just let the success of being a fucking dumb go to <laughs> Hey Cameron.
2: And then he, uh, and old then old he old. came in and they gave know. us absolute trash for bloody the game he picked.
3: I don't even remember what game that was.
2: That was the 89 Geelong and Hawthorne. Oh
3: yeah, he was just you just kept hearing him trying to touch himself whenever...
2: <laughs> anyway, if I haven't told this story before, I, I should probably finish it. But if I have, I apologise. Oh, his goods. Yeah, I think he's got an injury. Yeah, he starts to show a little more. Anyway, I think they had they were deciding, you know... Oh, there's Hanabry. And Hanabry gets a goal. There you go, back within a goal. But anyway, my parents were deciding on where they were gonna, you know, settle and start their life. I think I've got this story right. They'll probably correct me and say I've got it all wrong. So deciding between Melbourne, deciding between Melbourne and somewhere in WA. Um, and my old man, he was on the on the on the naval vessel one day came out and it was just like icicles hanging off 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 things when he walked outside and he was like no fuck this we're moving to WA
1: (laughs) (laughs) no that is fair (laughs) Uh,
2: so I could have been born in Melbourne and been able to go football I probably wouldn't be an Eagles supporter what would I have been I don't know Don't say that, Joe. That's the darkest timeline.
3: You would have grown up as being Evil Joel, Essendon supporter.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I probably would have been like St Kilda or something but, uh, like that, because my mum used to be a St Kilda supporter. Yep.
3: So you, you would have been someone who hates footy but supports a team.
2: Yeah, so I guess it, could, it would have been a tragic life. So Thanks, Dad. Jack has Mitchell underneath? No. Oh. It Hodge.
3: wants no, okay. a yeah.
0: free kick, and the I thought was a going for a
3: chicken wing now, which I thought
0: was a bit dirty.
2: to <laughs> What the fuck's Franklin doing up there? That's the worst place to have him. Yeah. It now looks like Hawthorne's kind of lost a bit of steam, hasn't
3: it? I think they're tired. Yeah. I think... You don't see a lot of Hodge in this one, do you?
2: No. They've lost their mojo though, because they were were really going hard. And then that buddy miss, and then Sydney being able to pick a goal back.
3: Uh, I think, you know, but that's the thing. You, you've had 30 more tackles laid against you. It's going to start wearing down on you at some point.
0: Yeah. He,
3: he had the ball, he had time.
2: I think this is why. O'Keefe wanted it, actually. I think he had, like, a, some uh, insane amount of tackles, now that you bring up tackles. Well, you have been rabbiting on about tackles all game, but... Just when it's needed. Yeah, but I think that's um, why I think O'Keefe was, you know, a tackling machine in this game.
3: Well, I don't know. To me, generally, tackles make a big difference. If... Like, if it's been played like, this contest, is sort of footy like it is, like Hawthorne's trying to create the. Oh, that was a bit rough. Um,
2: I don't know why Buddy did that right there. See how he he tried to balk and he was going to go back almost to go onto his right? He should have just kept going hard on his left.
3: I thought you are talking about the way he flicked his hair because I thought it looked stupid as well. <laughs> yeah that, that, that was his arrogance uh, yeah. every now and then you'd see it come through where he thought he could same with Dusty, like they think that they can body you off and then what works against him he was lucky because
1: he had
2: the line there so. I think you know if it's a, if a difference in a grand final you just do the simple hard thing you know just gun it on your left instead of trying to do something fancy
3: this is why you know swan supporters say that he helped win Hmm. the grand final for him because he just didn't too
2: many fuck-ups
3: Free or ball up, ball up? No, it's free. No, it was free. Okay. I think it was in the back, but. In the back, I'll have the high tackle. What you
2: saw on the, you know, Hawthorne have that white panel with their jumper number on it? Oh, dumb.
3: <laughs> Just fucking live with your colours, mate. I, I get why they do it, because they want to try and avoid the. The way that the numbers would, I guess, distract with the stripes, but...
2: Well, I think it's like an an older design from maybe like the 60s, right? And 70s. But I think that they changed... Maybe mid-70s or late-70s or even early-80s to just having the yellow back with the brown number. Because they had that through the 90s.
1: Yep. I don't know. I
2: don't... This looks weird with the white. Oh. Yep, yeah, that's a goal. Bang. School level. Now it's back. There's Mitch Morton setting it up.
3: You'd be super happy to be having a seat at the grand final with being that far back.
2: (laughs) What's this guy doing? I don't
3: know. Is he trying to run across as a. Why would an Adelaide supporter be there? No one likes you. (laughs) What the fuck's that shit he just gave him? Uh. He's looking around to see if anyone's watching. What the fuck was that shit?
2: Pickle juice, probably. Oh. Pickle, yeah, or- Pickle juice is supposed to be good to stop cramping or something. Something
0: like that. I
2: always tip out the pickle juice from the fridge. If like we have a jar of pickles that we use. After we've used them up, I just tip that shit out. I ain't drinking it.
3: Just pour it on your hair.
2: Well, maybe I should, like... No reason. Maybe I should just keep it and try and sell it to one of the football clubs.
3: (laughs) Yeah. You're going to walk in with a jar of, like, an off-green saying, this is pickle juice, I want to sell it to you. Because I'd like your players to drink it. Yeah, that's going to go down well, isn't it? They're going to go, yeah, okay, And next minute. You're gonna have four coppers rock up and they're gonna be taking you away to a fucking nut house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: eight minutes left and scored a fucking level. I think it was still pretty tense at my cousin's house at this point.
3: Why? Because you were saying to him that this one's gonna teabag him. You're gonna teabag him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, I really should have given him way more shit. He deserves it. I'm, I'm too nice a guy, though.
3: Well, just, you know, the next time you see him, be like, oh, yeah. Do you remember when you went from 2013 to 15, and back to back to back? And he can be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you remember that time the Swans just, like, throat fucked you in 2012?
2: Yeah, but he won't care.
3: He won't care, but you do, that's the thing.
2: because no, they won the next three, and then they beat us in one of them. They beat yeah. Sydney anyway. They literally got... They got their redemption. Yeah, man. he got everything that's he could have wanted. <laughs> Cause This is the thing. He's fucking... He lives in WA,
1: right?
2: Then the three teams that he beats, two of them are the WA sides all right the other, ones, the other one was the other one was the team that they'd, they'd lost to oh there's goods bounces it, yeah, the it was literally
3: what the v the vfl wanted wasn't it was for you know Frio to lose in their first and then uh, the swans and the hawks have their rematch and
2: then looking for a good time <laughs>
3: Was that less like Genuine sex Being advertised on TV Oh wait I think
2: it was the Channel 7 ad break
3: Our TV is so trash Like yeah. the shit that they let air <laughs> But what's worse Is like all these panel shows news shows Where it's like Here's my opinion on this It's like You get paid too much money To have it Just do your fucking job And talk about what's actually happening No one gives a shit
2: No <laughs> But here's the other thing with that 3 with my cousin, all right? The three sides that he beats, like Fremantle, one of his best friends, is a Fremantle supporter, so he gets to hang it over him. Sydney, another uh, one of his friends who's, uh, who's a good friend of mine, I was best man at his wedding. Um, he gets to hang that over him. And then fucking... Against us. Gets to hang that over me. Yep. He really does not let up... Are you bigger than him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could smash him. But, um... Yeah,
3: well, you just... Dangle that over him whenever, you know. Family's not looking.
2: But I just remember after this game... his, His phone just got flooded with text messages from people giving him shit. And I felt bad for him. I don't know why I felt bad for him.
3: Did Buddy actually pass a ball that he marked near the 50?
2: He did. I thought
3: Buddy took all shots. Um,
1: yeah. (laughs) I think he's just naked.
2: It
3: sucks litters in Grand Final, especially when. No one you know actually supports the team, really.
0: Mm.
2: What so Jeez.
3: How many have they had to hit the post now? Four?
2: Yeah.
0: Five?
3: Why didn't he just take a step to the left by like four inches?
2: <laughs> and he was a—he was actually a pretty good kick, Jack Gunston. So I guess that's a lot of nerves there. Now, I think I remember Hawthorne doing a lot of attacking here and just could not get it, get the score that they needed. Might get a couple of points or something.
3: I mean, as said earlier, like, the Swan's defense just... <laughs> Five minute they were warning. The
2: whole time. Sorry, I had to do so, that. It was a channel 10 match.
3: What's the timer on your clock right now? VLC? No, no, no. Like, in-game.
2: Uh, 4, 38, 37, 36,
3: 35. Why did you do a five-minute timer when it was 15 seconds past?
2: I I didn't. I did it at five minutes. I saw the five minutes. That's why I did it.
3: I swear it was four minutes, bloody 45 or something. Nah.
2: I saw the five minutes and I was like, fuck it, Jay's talking but I'm doing it anyway.
3: <laughs> so, one kick,
2: yeah, four as
1: the
3: Swans, you'd, you'd be looking back to the, um, like the 506 wouldn't you? Please, not this again.
2: Mm. This is actually making me feel like I felt in the, uh, 2018 Grand Final. My time just seems yeah, to be evaporating yeah.
0: on us. If
3: it's certain someone hadn't dropped the ball <laughs> in the goal square, but anyway.
2: <laughs> well, that was like, like a minute to go almost. <sighs> Ooh, that! Good, oh, goods, he's just throwing himself.
3: Well, this, this is where Goods does sort of step up to that next level, isn't it? Is that he knows you can't leave anything off the table for your body out there and keep going. Got
0: a cheeky fist in there and knocked it out bounds. That's the best result possible there for the Hawks. Get an opportunity to set up, get on the move. Savage it was who got that fist in there. Thanks, Bruce. So, Pike, little chap, couldn't quite get it out. They can't get it out, the swans. Hail, saw with a quick snap.
3: Looks quite windy out there now. Is
1: it? Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, look I at can him.
3: see so, it. Hodge's face is being held on. That's how windy it is. <laughs> um... A kick... A kick and you win it. Mm,
2: they need a Dom Sheed.
3: Looks like they try, but...
2: Yeah, they're definitely attacking.
3: When you start doing entries like that, when you had time to set something up, I think that's when you start really...
2: Mm. they're rushing it, yeah.
3: Yeah, rather than... Another snap kick. Mm. No Cripper, mate,
1: so...
3: (laughs) This is where you think the Swans would be able to try and reload
2: yeah. Well, of behinds, I think, have Ooh, t- that's a good mark. <laughs> <laughs> that's a
1: critical mark. You said, uh, really.
2: A Hawthorne defender.
1: Yeah.
2: His <laughs> <laughs> hands. Desperately. It was funny. From half back, he sends it beyond the wing. Working in front, Gibson trying to mark that
0: one, follows up, wins his own. Pressure. Mm. Oh, it's going yeah, in
3: hard. Yeah, but there's no point throwing your body on it if mm. you're not getting, if you're not able to get back up and you don't take the other player out or at least stop the ball.
0: Sydney can almost taste their victory now. In front, Parker. Bird smothered off the boot by a saw. He just has not stopped today.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of glad that wasn't called. I hate that rule where it bounces off the other person's foot, like when it's been kicked into it. Mm.
0: So it's like, come on. Big
3: play. They know strong mark.
1: I
2: don't know why you do that.
3: No, you think you'd try and drop it short for Jetta, knowing that he probably could have ran to it.
2: I think he just tried to kick it to him and just wasn't going to reach him. There was another Sydney player sort of gunning towards the contest. If he had seen him, he could have gone to him.
1: He was trying to overshoot
3: it to try and Allow the contest for Jeddah to run onwards. That's below the legs.
2: So now you're thinking now Hawthorne going to struggle to get it down the other end.
3: Yeah, if he kicks it. Mm. Can he kick this far though? Yes and no.
2: All you're thinking here is... Just take your time.
3: Yeah, run the clock. Mm,
2: not quite. But then it comes out, and this is probably the best bit of commentary. I just want to turn it up yep. when it comes. This is like the best. It's so simple, but just so emphatic.
0: Just listen to it now. Hawthorne can get that quick kick out. A grand final from the top shelf. There's the bounce. Both Ruckman hanging on. Kennedy can emerge with the football. Knocked forward by Savage. Hanabry to Malczewski. Is that the grand final? Sydney are premiers. What a snap. What a celebration. What a grand final.
2: Just that call by Cometti. Yeah. Just in the moment. I like it when he's just Whoa. in the moment and, cause normally he's got, you know, a lot of pre-planned, clever sayings or quips or whatever. But uh, just calling that. Gives you goosebumps.
3: At this point, you know, as a Hawthorne supporter, unless they get a quick, <laughs> quick clear, which mm. you know, doing doing that stop that you needed yeah. to get that quick. I don't think one, a, two, three. I don't, I,
2: I don't think there's an unless. I think they're fucked. If he could two, have got the snap out, two goals in thirty sec- Two goals in thirty seconds is virtually impossible unless there's some sort of infringement for the second one. You know.
3: I mean, we've seen it happen but yeah. in a grand final. It's not yep.
2: going to happen. And there it is. And there it is. That was a great, go- great game. Yeah, I'm glad I picked that one. Uh, I just remember at the end of the game, this the my cousin just staring at the screen. I could see him. He he wanted to burst into tears, <laughs> but he knew he couldn't because he'd embarrass himself. And I was just like, oh, nah, is, not really. This is awkward. But, um, here's the thing, I actually went into the day thinking, if Sydney win this, this is what I'm going to do to this motherfucker. In 2005, Eagles lost to Sydney, right? Yep. I, got, I got a text after the game from him that said, go Swannies. And I was like, I'm going to send this motherfucker the exact same text if Sydney get up. And then Why are you standing there looking at him? Well, I, don't know, I wasn't planning on even watching the game with him, but then he invited me over to watch it, and I went over to watch it, and I thought, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll probably still send the text, and then I just saw him so devastated, I thought, like, oh, I can't do that now, so like I didn't, right? Three years later, what's the motherfucker do to me on grand final day, Jay?
3: send it to you
2: this is what he sends me all right because we actually went to the qualifying final together because he's a Hawthorne member yep and um so I was like oh we should we should get some tickets we'll go so he got some tickets and we went and obviously it was a good game for the Eagles and not for the Hawks and I'm I'm not there like giving him trash or anything I'm just enjoying my club's win right Anyway, after the 2015 grand final, which didn't actually devastate me like the 2015, like the 2005 did, but it was just a bad day and I was pissed off. Know, I'm trying to find the text message.
3: Well, why you did that? I've just gone back. So O'Keefe's final count was 28 disposals, 12 contested, 15 tackles. Yeah, it was the tackles. Seven clearances yeah. and four inside 50. Yeah. Hmm. Fifteen tackles and twelve contested possession. That's pretty big. Seven clearances.
2: Alright, here we go. That's a
3: strong game. I've
2: got I've got the text. Alright, so this is after the grand final. When was it? This is about eight o'clock at night. He texts me. Looks like I get the last laugh. Bring on the four Pete. (laughs) Alright? So I messaged him back. Just remember 2012 when I could have laid the boots in. Saw how shattered you were then. Fuck off and leave me alone, you arrogant <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, I've been trying to avoid using the word all game and you go and do it at the end.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll probably bleep it out. And he's like, uh, settle down cuz, just having a laugh with you. <laughs> I messaged I message him again, no I mean it, and then in capital letters, capital letters, fuck off.
3: <laughs> and it's at that point that you drove over to his house and <laughs> kicked his kneecaps in. No.
2: Nah. Uh, but I haven't talked to him much since since then, kind of. I think he took it literally.
3: Let's <laughs> just, you know, if this season and Hawthorne do does shit then at the end of this season on the podcast you can just give him a call not telling him you're on the podcast put him on speaker <laughs> just feel like so um, how are you going hawthorne has been out of the eight for a while uh, nah. you feeling like shit no
2: nah, because you can't uh, you can't get the re- reaction you want from people like that so i just don't bother wasting my time
3: Yeah,
2: fair enough. Yeah, maybe one day if the Eagles... When the Eagles beat the Hawthorne in a grand final because you've paid for me to fly over and you paid for my tickets because you know I'm the good luck charm, then I'll send him a text. And I'll say, No, it is I who had the last laugh. Ha, ha,
3: ha, ha, ha. Why would I be paying for you to go there? You earn more money than me.
2: Because we already you decided this. for me to go over. We decided this, Jay. You know I'm the good luck charm, so it's money well spent for you.
3: I think I'm the good luck charm now.
2: <laughs> Are you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Are you like you're like the um, the the dude who hijacks the vessel in Captain Phillips? I'm the good luck charm now.
3: Sure. Fuck it. Why not? Let's just go <laughs> with that one.
2: <laughs> uh, so there we go. Sydney premieres in 2012. In a pretty awesome game. Um, yeah. Is that seven so, year wait? song sounded familiar. Anyway, so. So. That's pretty much it.
3: Well, here's the question: mm-hmm. What you know? You and I've been talking. The season starting back up. Do we do one more next week and then do a a recap on the, the week game when this the season starts again or what do you what do you think?
2: Uh well I like doing the rewatches and uh, I know you want to do kind of a round by round recap as we go as well. I don't mind doing the recap and doing less of the rewatches, maybe bust them out less often. What do you think? Yep. Yeah?
3: Yeah, I think just cuz like with the recap it's a little more relevant and it's a lot easier for me mm. knowing more you know of everyone now than
2: you know it would be cool if we can actually to... um if we actually organize it to watch the game and podcast about it live. I mean we'll still record it and all that shit and put it up. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Watch the game live as we talk about it so we don't know what's going to happen and we can react that way.
3: It's going to be a lot of swearing, but yeah,
2: sure. <laughs> well, it doesn't necessarily have to be Eagles games either. It could be like the Friday night game, I don't know.
3: It still doesn't matter. I still get pissed off at mm. you know,
2: oh, certain balls. So the Friday night games generally start at about 5.30 our time, don't they? So it would be earlier, but we'll see yeah, how it Yeah, see,
3: so it wouldn't be horrible for, for me so much, but for you, because you have, you know... Little human beings that are
2: yeah, like at well, that age of. I think this experience has taught me that nothing's going to be perfect. You know, there's going to be little things here and there that I guess brings a bit of realism to it anyway. So having, you know, kids disturb you in the background, not a big deal, I think. Anyway, 2012 grand final. Any more thoughts on it, Jay? I'm going to quickly look at the Wikipedia page while you speak your mind.
3: No, I think the uh, the run between Cyril and Jetta really summed up the game. You know, mm-hmm. Hawthorne thought they had them, and then the Swans decided to go left and right instead of straight. Took it from them.
2: Yeah. So, uh, there was a crowd of 99,683.
3: Just a few.
2: Oh, here's interesting. Paul Kelly was the pre-match and post-match entertainment. Yep. Which, which is... Quite a coinky dink because Sydney uh, in the nineties their captain was named Paul Kelly. Captain them in the ninety six grand final. It's interesting, isn't it, Jay?
3: It is, but also Paul <laughs> Kelly's actually a pretty good performer, so
2: it's
3: probably why they got him. Um, you know.
2: But for a Sydney grand final
3: performer. My goodness. Yeah, maybe. Fuck it. Coincidence? Like, it was set up, rigged.
2: Yep. Yeah. It's not much interesting on this Wikipedia page, by the way. Oh, yes, well, there it is.
3: is a Sydney Hawthorne game.
2: Goal umpire Chelsea Roffey was the first woman to officiate in an AFL grand final. How about that?
3: Yeah, I thought she was. I just didn't want to point it out because it's. I guess it's common now. Well, not. Yeah. Common, well, but it's no more but, common.
2: But well, you know, we don't. It doesn't surprise us now, does it? So, because no. I, I wasn't even thinking about it, I was thinking, yeah, that's a goal umpire. <laughs> I wasn't thinking, wow, there's a woman goal umpire, it's just a goal umpire.
3: Yeah, pretty much it was, okay, well, she's oh. just doing her job, and she's doing it well, and yeah. good on her, so...
2: But, yeah, kind of, kind of does surprise me a little bit, it was 2012, and that's the first, uh, first woman to officiate, didn't realise really. It. Didn't realise it was only eight years ago.
3: Just because I think that was... Wasn't that around the time that they were talking about AFLW? No. Yes. Was it? I can't remember now. So, too many things have happened in that time. Mm.
2: Buddy's second last year with the Hawks. He booted 69 goals. 64 behinds in that season.
3: Yeah, it's, That's quite a few, isn't it?
2: Just imagine if a few of those behinds were goals, they would have won the flag.
3: Yeah, you know, just imagine if the Swans had just kept running from the second quarter and beat Hawthorne by 100 points.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Blow holes in all my arguments, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. They, had,
3: they they did have a few shots where you would have thought it, it could have changed the game had they not.
2: Hmm. Well, he had a couple yeah, of shockers of that really missed badly as well. You know, there was a few times where they just sort of rushed it a bit. You go back even to yeah. that, you know, that uh, that was in the first quarter where they had the advantage and Roughhead, you know, just kicking it, it on the run, pressure on him.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was. So.
2: Uh, who knows? Could have been different, but you fucked it up, Hawthorne, and then you had to go fuck up the next three years for everyone else. Pretty much. Although Pretty I was fucking. I was cheering them on in 2013, somewhat. Yeah,
3: I surprisingly was and because I didn't want to see Hawthorne win. <laughs>
2: Well, see, I didn't really, you know, they'd only won 2008, so I was like, well, I don't really don't really care to see. I mean, I didn't even watch that grand final. I was at the Royal Show. Uh, okay. Cuz actually yep. cuz usually Eagles are in the grand final, Royal Show is dead, right? So I was thinking, oh, this is a good chance if everyone's going to be watching the grand final today <laughs> and being Fremantle's first, it actually could be, you know, be a lot less people there than than you'd expect but it was actually a fairly decent crowd there it wasn't wasn't ghost town like i was hoping it would be but uh, they did have a big screen there so i was able to watch a little bit and i saw the end of it as well but i kept checking yep. the scores on my phone and i'd see you know hawthorne got out to about a six goal lead a couple of times and then Fremantle pegged it back it was like, oh, shit anyway probably should have saved that story for when we do the <laughs> 2013 grand final if if um yeah. well I don't think Cameron will, ever wants to see it, so I'm, I have no motivation to really do it either. It'd only be fun to watch it with with a, a freeman or supporter. Maybe that's why we should do it. <laughs> anyway, shall we wrap it up and we've still got to pick next week's game?
3: Yeah, um, I' got no idea for next week to be what? honest with you.
2: Why not, Jay, you've had all week.
3: Yeah, I just haven't been able to pick one. <laughs>
2: do you want to just throw something at the dartboard?
3: I'm just going through the years at the moment in my head and just trying to work out which would be a good one. Let's. Alright, let's go with the North Melbourne. Let's go back to. Oh, see, I can't do 97, can I? Because you've got this whole thing <laughs> you do with fucking Adelaide.
2: No, I don't really care. You can do what you like.
3: It was 97, wasn't it, with the Crows and North Melbourne?
2: No, that was cross and Kilda. You were thinking 98.
3: 98. Yeah.
2: It doesn't have to be Grand Final though, Jay. It doesn't even have to be a yeah, final. I,
3: well, if, we, if we're not going to do anything, do we have Miracle and Grass? Because, I mean, that's a good game.
2: Uh, I don't have a copy of it. I can try and find it.
3: I mean, if we can get that, let's do Miracle and Grass. If not, let's mm-hmm. just go with how much of a blowout was the 99 Grand Final?
2: No, we're not watching the 99 grand Final. I think that's just absolute trash.
3: Yeah. Alright, well, 98 then.
2: Alright, so you want me to find the miracle on grass, otherwise we're doing the 98?
3: Yep. Alright, cool. It's just putting you in a real awkward situation, because you want to do the 97 before the 98, (laughs) so you can do your little story.
2: (laughs) I don't really care. Alright, I'll try and find that, and... We're, if I can pull up that game, we might even be able to get a guest on, because, you yeah, know, I was in contact with a Brisbane supporter recently who sounded interested.
3: Yeah, hopefully, you know, they actually just want to do it and chill
2: and not get drunk. <laughs> and talk about semen. <laughs> yeah. All right, you, cool. You know, i not going to go there. Shall we wrap it up? It's almost midnight.
3: Yeah, i got to get up six hours so yeah that would be good
2: all right cool all right thanks jay it was a good game to watch and i enjoyed it
3: yeah thanks for having me again
2: not a problem all right so we will go out enjoy your long weekend who
0: would have formed the
2: sequel would be just as good as the original have we ever spent two
0: hours at the mcg like this before is that the grand final the best team of the modern era, of the last 50 years,
1: produces its masterpiece, shaved from the boundary, needs to be in perfect years. he's got the most impossible ball
3: I'm having a good time. Not.
0: (laughs) Did you ever see that scene in Scanners when that dude's head blew up?